Hello everyone, this is Sonata Allison and you're listening to episode 21 of the Parallel Podcast where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Alrighty, welcome back everybody. So as you can see, we'll be talking about codependence today. And I just think it's an important to top words. I think it's an important topic to talk about within the Christian community. I know everyone in 2021 probably has heard of the word codependence and knows basically what it means. But I think codependence is even more dangerous for Christians, especially being that we are to be in the world and not of it. So when a Christian is codependent on many levels, it can be uh, a huge impact on us. So um, that's what we'll be talking about today. I'll talk to you guys about the different levels of codependence as Christians and hopefully help you guys on your journey to more securely attaching to Christ and to other people. So let's talk about it. So first I want to give you guys the Oxford Dictionary definition of codependence. So um, codependence is described as excessive emotional and physiological reliance on a partner typically one who requires support on account of an illness or addiction. So as you can see, the definition clarifies that is it's appropriate in some cases, um, such as when you're sick. So codependence is understandable in those situations. So you may know men who become very codependent at the sight of any slight cough or sniffle. And I don't say this to condone their behavior, but for people who are truly sick, <laughs> it is completely appropriate to be codependent. So codependence is reasonable when the sickness is to the extent that you may need others to help you bathe or you rely on others to feed you or there's no um, no ability for you to, you know, function outside of that. And there's no issue with that at all. It's when you become emotionally and psychologically dependent when these things are absent. And I want to point out that sickness or illness can also be emotional, right? So... Yes, you may be emotionally wounded from childhood or past relationships, but codependence in this case is not healthy, uh, as healthy as it would be if it was a physical illness. Um, Now, if a physical ill person is struggling with an illness that they can, you know, take care of themselves, where maybe, for example, maybe in middle school, (laughs) you were wearing crutches because you needed them and you broke your ankle or something. But some kids just keep using the crutches for weeks on end when they literally can walk. So it's kind of the similar thing where you were, you are emotionally wounded, but relying on humans or even physically when you don't need it, um, that's when it becomes unhealthy codependence. Um, And it's never safe to excessively depend on humans emotionally and physiologically for the simple reason that humans are going to fail you. And if they don't fail you, you'll still be standing on false hope. So first I want uh, want to talk about codependence on the world in general. So as you all know, there are many verses that um, speak about the world and our relationship with it. For example, the verse that says um, that you don't want to gain the world and lose your soul or being in the world and not of it. So as we know, the world, the flesh, evil is associated with it. Um, It's associated with deception, sickness, sadness, lust. So we have to be careful not to be wrapped up in society um, to the point where our morals and desires don't even match the Lord's. And as you guys already know, when your sexuality is modeled after how the world sees it, 
you're going to find yourself in some hurtful situations. So that's society on a bigger scale. But there are so many sad situations where people have found their everything in one person. And to them, it may feel like, yes, I found exactly what I've been looking for. I've been looking for this all my life. Someone who won't leave me or someone who finally loves me back. But you always need more of someone. It's similar to a high. There will always be little moments where you're caught off guard by someone you love, whether that be um, by their words or their actions. And then the cycle will continue for the need to return to a space where you feel safe enough to um, just be in the relationship. And this is when that person has kind of become your all and you are fully dependent on uh, their view of you and if your love is stable enough. And that just sounds exhausting and scary. Um, So this kind of behavior can be explained by your attachment style. And as I've explained briefly in the episode about being touch starved, your attachment style affects how you behave in relationships. So um, I'll quickly outline the different attachment styles for you. There are four basic attachment styles and they are anxious, um, avoidant, anxious, ambivalent, and secure. So when we're speaking about codependent people, it's usually referring to anxious attachment. Um, This attachment style is one where there is low avoidance and there's more of a focus on closeness and intimacy in a very insecure way. So these people are constantly worried about the nature of the relationship. Um, These people may be characterized by, you know, society as clingy people. Um, The other style is avoidant. And just like the name states, it's a person who avoids. (laughs) So they avoid closeness and intimacy. Um, A lot of the time, these are the people who had attachment figures who were very neglecting or lax um, with their parenting. And anxious ambivalent is a combination between anxious and avoidant. So this person is avoidant and uncomfortable with intimacy and closeness. But when that closeness leaves or the intimacy leaves or the intimacy is lacking, um, they become anxious. So these people may have had attachment figures that were inconsistent with closeness and intimacy and it just kind of confused them so they um, relate in a very uncomfortable or insecure way to closeness but also to separation which just sounds exhausting and I'd say growing up that's probably what I'd closely relate to um, when I was in an unhealthier attachment style And you can kind of put two and two together with what secure would be. So secure is characterized by the ability to have low avoidance, low anxiety. So this person is not uncomfortable with intimacy and they're not overly worried about being rejected or experiencing abandonment. Um, And your attachment style can change when interacting with other attachment styles. So I want to normalize that most people on earth have had or have currently uh, or currently have insecure attachments. So we love on earth, we live on earth so there's definitely people who are securely attached and you can definitely work towards that but we will always have flaws and downfalls in this world so insecure attachments will never be like lacking especially for those who aren't in Christ um so just to go back for a second when i say the way that your attachment styles interact um one of the most uh uncomfortable or maybe tragic <laughs> Attachment styles that come together would probably be someone who's anxious and the other person being avoidant. Now, in communication and relationships, there's usually someone who withdraws and someone who um, approaches, I guess, um, not remembering the correct word, 
approaches and pursues. Yes. So someone who withdraws and someone who pursues. So that's in communication styles. Um, but anxious when an anxious style attachment style and an avoidant attachment style are both extremes you can just kind of imagine what that experience must be like for an anxious person um because they are with someone who tends to withdraw but sometimes I think even as we were younger you know we go for the bad boys right who kind of create that anxiety in us oh does he even like me oh do I have to work for his approval for his attention there's something weird in that for women I guess people in general you know we like the chase but when it becomes to the point where you're always chasing that's just very exhausting and that's kind of what um codependence is because even when you are in a healthy space you're still chasing and making sure that you're in that person's graces um and like I said that's very exhausting so um obviously this episode is about the negative effects of codependence but I also want to point out that extreme independence is no better so we want to find a healthy balance between being dependent on god but securely depending on people and relationships and it can be explained as stewarding your relationship well Um, as christians we are supposed to hold everything in this world with an open hand so i just want to want you to imagine that you're holding something you care about in an open hand um so you're remembering it's from god and it doesn't belong to us so that metaphor alone makes me kind of nervous just thinking about it because if you've ever held something important to you in an open hand, like you're barely in control. It's very anxiety provoking, which also aligns with the verse that says God giveth and he taketh away. So if you think about your relationships, you are still engaging as if it is unto the Lord and you can't think of yourself, your relationship as if it's unto the Lord, if that human you are in a relationship with has become your Lord because you are doing it unto the Lord if you're codependent, but your Lord is a human who's going to fail you. So you want your Lord to actually be God, (laughs) Jesus Christ to be exact. Um, But the tricky part about codependence is that the Bible does say that man should not be alone. So then it's like, what do I do now? Do I depend and be close to people or should I not do that? (laughs) So we're in this place again, where we have to find a balance, um, to balance our desires and our need for each other, but not needing and desiring each other too much to the point where we are dependent on each other more than we are on God. And one thing that I think helped me understand how to avoid codependence with humans is just facts. In reality, we are fully dependent on God. You literally need him for your next breath. Like, You need him for the next moment that you blink, when you take your next step, when you use your brain to make your next decision, literally to even hear what I'm saying, you are needing God in this moment. There is nothing you can do outside of him. You're fully dependent on him. Now, I know as humans, we've convinced ourselves that, you know, we are in control of certain things or or whatnot, and we try to control our days. But something something I try to remind myself of is like, today's probably not or may not go how I want it to go, and that's going to have to be okay. Um, so I think when we begin to understand more about the reality of our dependence on God, it's so much more easy, um, to kind of untangle ourselves from an unhealthy level of needing others, um, to live our lives every day. So I think, especially in romantic relationships, it's so easy to get enmeshed and feel like you can't live without them because when you meet 
like when this person meets one of our basic desires, which is like being able to answer the question, like when I need you, will you be there? If that answer is yes, it's very easy to settle into that and make that person your God. And I want to remind you, someone being your God doesn't mean you're all like Helga from Hey Arnold making a hidden shrine to them in the back of your bedroom closet. And if you're doing that, I'm gonna need you to put that, put it away. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but it's not always that extreme. It can simply be you having this facade that this person is the thing that sustains you and they can't and they won't. So instead of going to Christ first, you're dependent on this human's advice. Um, you're dependent on this human's views of you. And the Bible doesn't encourage wise counsel, but never over seeking first the kingdom, Matthew six thirty three. So I think the heaviest aspect of codependence is comfort and safety. But if you can't teach yourself that God is the ultimate comfort, then being codependent will be easier to fall into. And I want to take a minute to remind you that I'm not teaching about codependence to shame you or to condemn you because there's zero condemnation in, in Christ Jesus, Romans 8, 1. And that's something that takes, like, we should be grateful for that. Like, we're not condemned. I can be out here... And I think that's something I want to talk about too. Like we are sinners, right? So none of us, no one listening to this, myself included, we're not going to be perfect in this area. I think at some points we will find ourselves being a little codependent and we can bounce back knowing who Christ is. But um, I think that's something we can praise God for. We are not condemned. We do not fall out of God's graces. We're not um, not unsaved anymore just because we... Um, are sinning or finding ourselves in unhealthy relationships. So um, I'm teaching you this because I truly believe that at some point we've all been codependent. Um, literally from birth, we are like, eh, we have to depend on humans. Um, but if we don't receive the right tools growing up or heed the advice that we're given, then we may remain enmeshed with our parents. And if not our parents, then friends or romantic interests or even things like jobs and things like that. So when the Bible talks about a sober mind, yes, it is referring to avoiding drunkenness, but many believe it is referring to having a mind that is Christ-like, having the ability to be vigilant and keep Christ on the throne of your mind and in your heart. Um, and at the end of the day, we are designed to worship, to give our lives to something. But when we give our life to someone or something that cannot fulfill our core needs uh, first, then you're going to find yourself in a hard place. Um you're never going to fully feel whole. You're like needing that person or that thing around, chasing the high of them or of it. And you also miss out on the most intimate and loving relationship you could you could already be experiencing. And I want to read 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4, um, the NIV version. And it says, Praise be to the Lord and the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, sorry. Um, the Father of compassion and and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So God is comforting. He's the most comfort you could ever experience. And I think we don't emphasize that enough. Like we go through troubles, like God is not just this angry God who's punishing us all the time. He is comforting us in our time of need. So like I said, safety, and comfort um, are the things that we look for in 
humans and god is literally like it's in the bible second corinthians 1 3 through 4 literally said that he is the god of comfort and if all things originate from him imagine how much more comforted you can experience um this comfort (laughs) from the original source so as i explained to you guys in in the episode about being touch starved comfort can be more important than your next meal um than the nutrients that keep you keep you alive um so there's no need to imagine um how you got yourself into this hole if you are codependent you desire comfort and it's a real need for humans so it's a core need but i believe that comfort and safety are very closely related and when i say safety i mean emotional safety which can be summed up to can i show this person exactly who i am in a needed moment and will they respond with love can i be vulnerable and take off this mask with this person and that's a very intimate it's a very intimate experience in any type of relationship Um, and when you don't have jesus in his rightful place in this area um, it'll definitely lead to some deep emotional wounds because you're asking for such a deep beautiful thing from a human who just isn't capable of meeting that need every single time and I want to emphasize every single time because sometimes yeah there are situations where you're like wow this person gave me exactly what I needed um, but they are not capable of being that every single time um, and you're going to need that and Jesus is that every single time so something that helped me to realign myself when I'm feeling like I might be leaning towards codependence is just reminding myself that any type of feel good love or experience um, this person or this thing is giving me, it's only a vessel through which God is lavishing me with love. Um, so thank God for his comfort when you feel it in your relationships. Thank God when you feel safe and seen in your relationships, because he is ultimately the source where they're getting it from and having this mindset um, that's not always easy. Um, and like we are still humans, right? Uh, having this mindset allows you to be even more thankful. Like this is so cool that the Lord would use me to love this person, but also that he would love me enough to use someone I love to love me so well. Like that just makes me smile. And um, I think it would be a continued issue in everyone's life. Like we still live on this earth to like to not be codependent like we're going to be codependent there's going to be there's going to be situations where you might find yourself leaning too heavily um on humans because we're still on earth and like i tell you guys like this is not paradise yet but i think the difference for christians is we have something to come back to um that's a true place to find it when we go astray and i thank god for that like it's beautiful um it's beautiful that you want to give yourself away to someone, you know, that's, that's such a beautiful thing. It's kind of sacrificial and like the, I feel like the ultimate, um, picture of love. That's what Jesus did for us. Right. But you just want that. The first person you do that for to be Jesus. So I hope this was helpful and you get a better perspective on how to be securely attached to each other. Um, but more importantly to Jesus. So you can follow the parallel on Instagram at the parallel pod. And I've been forgetting to say this uh, in the past episode, but remember to speak the truth in love, guys. Bye.